why not take a break? You can pause the game you're playing right now and instead listen to some Nintendvania. Welcome to the show, a fortnightly Nintendo gaming podcast. I'm your host, Josh, or JT if you like. And in this episode, we're talking about the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase, which happened a couple of weeks ago. We're going to talk about that. A few new games coming to the NSO online services. How a shareholder can talk to Nintendo and ask them for F-Zero. And Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes. Whee. Woo! Whee. And to help me navigate through this episode, I'm joined by the most special of guests. I can, oh. I can honestly say that. Oh. And, it, and no one can say otherwise. This person is my better Watch half, it. who I met through cosplay. She's a talented sewer and continues to amaze me with the things she can create. She's a lover of video games too. And there's many nights when we're both on the couch with our switches out. It's an aesthetic, isn't it? It's Mickey or Mickey Dyer for those who follow her on Instagram. Hello. Hi. Thanks for coming on. No one can see, but I'm blushing and I'm doing a cutie little face. I've never been so pleasantly introduced. (laughs) (laughs) It's my pleasure to do it. Hmm. You you listen to a lot of these uh, passively. And you have been a producer. Yes. No, I love listening. I love it when you have people out on our couch and I get to sort of join in and I get to see it all happen live. And yeah. We have a few people who come in uh, for a live recording. I've done a few online now. And then you've been our producer for the last couple of episodes. You're just kind of there and uh, we need like a fact check or we need <laughs> someone to like look things up. You need the guy on the computer. That's right. But no, you're going to be on the actual show now. Yay. Thank you. You were on my very first episode all the way I back was, last year. I was, I know, year. yes. I, I, I do not want to look at that episode ever again. I don't want to listen to it, you know, because I know how metallic it sounds, how, uh, you know. We babe, all start somewhere. we got to start somewhere, yeah. that's right. So, and who better than the person inside of your house? <laughs> true, true, that's it. So <laughs> you were the tester, that's right. Yeah. But um, thank you for coming on. I want to- Thank you. Firstly, talk about, uh, for those who might follow you on Instagram, you're a very talented cosplayer. You make a few things. You. you went to Oz Comic Con Melbourne last month. I did. Tell me a bit about that, what you did and, and what you made. And I was very honoured. I got to, I was invited by one of my very close friends, uh, Jessie Cosplay. She is actually the cosplay ambassador. Well, not the actual title, but she is very much the cosplay highway for Oz Comic Con now. Yeah. Um, I think of Australians doing cosplay and Jazzy's uh, one of the top names. She's the face for it. It's pretty fantastic. Um, She invited me along to come and see what she does basically in any sort of Comic-Con weekend. And she said, just pay for your flights. And I said, all right, baby. Here we go. (laughs) Because you missed out Adelaide. I did. We were away. I know. Family. Doing other things. That's all right. I got to to experience Melbourne because it was like their first big... Oz Comic Con, because of COVID, they were doing these things called homegrown. Mm. And so it was more like localised guests and people couldn't really travel. So it wasn't a lot of like in, like interstate people coming in. Um, but Melbourne was like their first big one back and oh, it was massive. Yep. So cool. Um, the like, I think they sold out their first day. Like they said they weren't letting any more people in because they just ran out of tickets. They've never done that in Oz Comic Con history. Wow, okay. Yeah. So that's awesome. Everyone's yeah. uh, decided to come back plus more and Oh yeah. 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 And I think there were some like limitations, but we'll take it. We'll take the sellout. <laughs> take it. I think I think you had a blast. And then um what were your outfits? You made both of them. I did. Um I was the white suit Black Widow from her title movie uh, that was released yes. a couple of years ago now. And um, I did a bombshell, like, pin-up style Supergirl. That's uh, a 
forget who the artist is, but there's a whole series of the DC girls in these pin-up style mm. um, outfits. And so me and Jussie coordinated those ones. And I made that one in 10 nights, basically. <laughs> you, you would get home from work. You would just lurch over the sewing machine and, and do what you needed to do. And, uh, and you did very well. Um, yes. Big, and then big effort. I would come out with a new item and you would properly preen and excite me over this new piece <laughs> of item that I've managed to make. I'd be like, look at my skirt. And you'd be like, ah. It's pleated. <laughs> I'm like, what's that? But uh, <laughs> no, you did very well. I tried to help where I could with <laughs> meals and other things like that. But um, the perfect partner. No, no, no. You continue to amaze me with the things that you can make and do. Stop her. Um, and you got a new machine now as well. I know. I've got a very fancy. It's machine. got an LED screen and everything. It, 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 it's it's R two D two, but sewing machine. It is. I yeah. still want to call it Obi One Genomi. Yeah. Because it's a Genomi machine, so I need to just stick an Obi One sticker, sticker on top. Sticker on. Yeah, Obi One Genomi. That'd be very good. And then you judged. I did. I got to judge their, they call it COS. It's got a Z, their cosplay. It's sort mm. of like their um, lower level competition, which is really, really cool. Um, it's if people want to like get into making for competitions, but they want to just chill out a little bit more. We don't really judge your sewing a lot. We don't judge a lot on we don't like deep dive. We don't flip your seams. If yep. You'll know what that means if you're in the cosplay community, but we don't flip your seams. We don't check them that much, but we just talk to you if you're having fun and just the general look of the cosplay. We're not being pedantic. Um, you get to have a little bit of a preen on stage. You get to walk and have some fun. So I got to judge that and that was really cool. But then um, very surprisingly, I got to judge the cosplay championships, which oh. again, if you're in the scene, you know that that is the – the big leagues, basically. So if you win a round of the cosplay championships, you go on to our nationals. And then if you win our nationals, you go into international. You go to America and you yeah. do the big one. So the big one. That's that was a very huge honour to do that one. And there were some beautiful costumes in that. And a wonderful cosplayer called Hyde Z won that one with a um, critical role, Jester, from that. So. Yeah, I remember you showing me and uh, the actual technical making of it was pretty amazing and... Um I think you were saying you were looking at it up close and the attention to detail was oh, uh, yeah. sublime. That's the insane thing about some cosplays. Like some people will spend hours and hours and it's just each layer. There's just something new and exciting and fun to look at. And it's just comparative to seeing something that they, they would have on a movie screen. And you're just sort of sitting there and you're like, oh my gosh, like these people are so talented and so committed to their art. And I'm like, I get paid to do this. And I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I get paid to do this in my day job. <laughs> Why are you doing it like this? <laughs> No, so it's, yeah, it's unreal what they can do. Um, always a marvel to look at what they can make and create. And um, did you say marvel? I did. Nice. I used it before. It was cool. Okay, that was in my vernacular previously to the MCU. <laughs> no, I thought we were going for a pun there. Oh well, yeah. I mean that's true. That's unintended though. But I'll take ah. that. That's I'll take it. So, um, I suppose you've seen my new toy as well. I I've have got, seen your new toy. It's it's my the Roadcaster Pro, which is <gasps> a big motherboard of a thing <laughs> for, for podcasting. It's um, I've already done one episode last night, uh, mm. and it was so easy to add the effects in. Oh. There's really good sort of settings to make sure your voice is loud enough that P's and you know when you're that it, it won't pick up the P's and the really harsh kind of sounds. Oh, okay. Um, yep. Our voices will be. Uh, uh, edited or, or filtered in Sultry a certain way. Sultry smooth. Something like that. Yeah, and you can filter it. Oh, sorry, uh, adjust it if 
you know, you've got a really deep voice or a really high-pitched voice and oh. it will sort of level it out. And So we can have the dulcet tones of like a George Clooney if we wanted to. Potentially, yeah. Oh. What else with wow. the George We're Clooney? Moving up in the world. Yeah, this so is- the quality is there now. Um, had a bit of fun trying to configure things. I just haven't quite worked out getting you the headphones at the moment. We, oh. we've, we're just missing that. So um, that's, that's on me though. I don't have fancy headphones. Well, I was going to play this and... I apologize for the way you can't hear this right no, now. No, I can't hear but it. I was going to no. do a whole tea time with uh, um, Dimitri. No! <laughs> Thank you. You can't hear this no, right now. No, I can't. That's such a shame. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So I'll, I'll work it out. I'll, I'll get you on next time. We'll have some fun. Okay. With the, with the soundboard. Yeah. So um, very happy boy. But uh, last night I had an interview with uh, Ethan Levy, who's the founder of Australian Speedruns. Wow. And so he um, is organising an event in Adelaide next week. So there's a whole bunch of uh, people helping him, but it's a speedrunning marathon, Australian Speedrun Marathon 2022, Ooh. held in Adelaide on Perry Street. What are they speedrunning? Uh, 66 games, I believe. Oh. It's like a whole bunch. It's like 100 hours nonstop. They're going to speedrun different games, different categories. Um, you know, you've got some categories of speed run where you just finish the game yep at any percent mm-hmm. so just finish it as fast as possible there's categories to finish the game doing everything so how fast can you 100 percent a game oh no there's ones where it's like you've got to do it glitchless because a lot of people in the speed run community they'll find ways to sort of hack the game and and do things that developers didn't really intend for them to to do in a game to get yep. to like the end goal faster so um, really cool event. It's being, there's, you can buy tickets to see it live yep. in a in-studio cafe in Piri Street in the city. Uh, $35 a ticket um, or the whole thing's going to be streamed on Twitch. Oh, cool. So uh, I'll, be trying, I'll try and check it out. Um, they're all doing it to raise money for Game On Cancer. So it helps to raise funds for uh, young up-and-coming researchers to give them some research grants so they can fund... Um, their research and the, the amazing work that they do. That's so, really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So if I can't make it in person, definitely be making a donation. Um, really encourage anyone who's interested to listen to the show. It's already out already as we're recording, but um, for those listening as well, yeah, let's check it out. Um, and yeah, if you're in Adelaide or anywhere listening, you can still support. So that'd be awesome. That's great. What a great cause. Yeah. But uh, beyond that... Um, Launched another sort of uh, show with uh, my good friend Drew from the House of Mario. Yes. You uh, saw, or I suppose heard him and I uh, have our first Patreon exclusive episode recording last weekend. So Heaps good. Heaps good. That was, uh, you know, both based in SA. Apparently that's a bit of a colloquial term in South Australia. Heaps good. Heaps good. Yeah. um, I've seen in other branding, marketing and things like that. So... Uh, you know, it's just a Patreon locked show, so it's not like copyright's going to be an issue. You'll see how we go. I don't imagine it will be, but um, for anyone on the Patreon, any tears, it's uh, there for you to enjoy and listen. The first episode's up. Uh, we just talk about other non-Nintendo things. Oh, we Girl. get to know the real you. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so you can find out through it there. And then I think we, we talked about mainly how we grew up and... Uh, yeah, because you're both country boys, both aren't you? Both country boys yeah. and turn a love of video games through that. Mm. But I find him like a, 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 an, a, an enigma wrapped in a puzzle because he's like a natural farmer as well. Yes. And uh, uh, 
any of the, I called them Aggies when I grew up. And he, I thought none of the Aggies were into video games or oh, anything like that. He's and broken so, the mold. Yeah. So um, any of the friends I had in primary school were lived in the actual town and not on the farm. Mm-hmm. So they weren't farmers as well. So mm-hmm. it was a bit different to, but uh, Drew is a big old Nintendo fan. And uh, and an Aggie. Plows the fields and and, and reaps, reaps the corn me, in the morning. Are you telling me Stardew Valley is real? It, it, it can be real. Yeah. People can do that? Yeah, that's right. No way. He knows everything about glyphosate and, and um, crude, uh, not, not, probably not crude oil. Um, that's my sort of thing. Um, yeah. uh, fodder, mix, goats, I don't know. Everything. Fertilizing. Fertilizer. That's right. It, that's expensive at the moment. Oh, I but, didn't uh, know. Yeah. So please check it out. Anyone interested? Um, it's on his Patreon as well. And we'll be doing that monthly. Excellent. Yeah. So, what have you been playing though? What's uh, I know this already. <laughs> you already know, and that's why I've really got you on the show. That was one of the first reasons because I want to hear your thoughts on uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, Warriors Three Hopes. Hopes. I got it right. Yeah. Yes. If you listen to last week's episode, um, <laughs> you would hear Josh absolutely fumble his way through the latest Fire Emblem title. I, think I called it Three Houses, Warriors <laughs> Hopes, or something. It was. Uh, yeah, I think not, everybody not else is on the same wave. Um, I have been playing Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Uh, It's been a really, really fun play. As you know, um, I have a weird relationship with the Warriors games because Mm. I don't tend to like them, but they put them out on franchise games that I always want to know what story they're going to tell, like The Legend of Zelda and past other Fire Emblem games. And then (laughs) I go to play them and I'm severely disappointed. Um, for me, personally, I know some people really like the Warriors games and their style. For me, the constant way that you do the battles, very grating, especially when you don't yes. have a lot of story behind it. Um, so it gets a bit same-same and you sort of tire of it very, very quickly. Like um, I will admit to my uh, Age of Calamity uh, Legend of Zelda just sort of sitting there half complete <laughs> not really put about 10 hours into it that yeah didn't you? I think yeah and yeah. it kind of fell off I think yeah it, it came out really close to Skyward Sword as well if I'm remembering correctly or it came out really close to something else I wanted to play and I just sort of dropped it it, it was late 2020 and Skyward Sword was um so it wouldn't have six been, months yeah. after so no. um Something else came out around that time and I just remembered I was much more interested in playing that. Or maybe I got back onto another Stardew Valley run. Maybe. Knowing me. Oh, that might have been something. <laughs> I, can't I got you onto Pikmin 3 around that time as well. Yes. Because that came out a month too. before and yeah. I was playing Pikmin 3 Deluxe and I got you into it. I'm like, yes, I've created another Pikmin fan. Yes, I love Pikmin just because it's so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. And then you just yeet them into space. Yeah. It's just like, meow. And they still love you. You treat them like absolute <laughs> dog's breakfast and they'll they'll still come back. They'll still come back. Yep. Yeah. That's what right. a great time. Yeah. yeah. That's what you want. So... So this one's a lot better than by the sounds of it. It's, you're enjoying this a lot more. I am. Not because of the Warriors stuff, but because of the Fire Emblem stuff yes. they put into it. They've, they seem to have actually made like a concerted effort on the Fire Emblem part of the Fire mm. Emblem Warriors. So there seems to be an actual um, uh, Fire Emblem storyline into it. It's almost as if it's like part of the um, Three Houses story. Like it feels much more a part of it. Like if you... Yeah. If you don't have this story, you don't have the entire game down, okay. so to speak, because they're now taking this aspect of 
so far in my play that Byleth is the bad guy. Yes, which he's isn't the, yeah. a spoiler for everybody like listening to That's me. I swear, well, it's pretty yeah. much first chapter. Byleth yeah. is your enemy, um, and you are playing another uh, character, and I forget their name currently because I always, Shez. Shez. I always change my name to the actual name because. We're immersing ourselves into this weird That's dating right. sim. I do the same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even do it to Pokemon. I just like, no, I want to know that it's a bloody uh, Pikachu. I want to know that it's, uh, yes. you know, Chikorita. Just, yeah, don't change it. No. Um, but it's like they've got all of the essence of what made Three Houses so good mm. mixed into this Warriors game. It's basically um, you'll do your chapters and you'll do your like storylines and you'll go out and you'll do the warriors fighting where you're running around the field and you're just mm. mass killing people. But even within that, it's stuff like the weapons triangle is still really prevalent in the story. It's not like do or die essential, much like actual fire emblem. But if you have a, um, like if you're facing an ax person and you've got a Lance, like you've got your Dimitri on this ax person, it will take you longer to kill them yep. and you will receive more damage. Yeah, and so you're making it harder for yourself yeah. doing it that way. And it'll yeah. be it will be much harder to kill them. Um, but if you send your character out with a sword or your Felix, you will decimate them in seconds. That sort of thing. And so that stuff is really essential. And they actually, when you're planning out your map, they'll tell you like what areas of the map is good for like your Dimitri, what area of map is good for your Felix? What area yep. is good for your Sylvain? Like, can you tell that I really like blue lions? Um, <laughs> so I had the whole tea time ready. I was going to make oh. you laugh and cry <laughs> over having pretend to have tea with Dimitri, but that's all right. Um, and then again, you can do things like the tea times, but this time you go on like a walk with them and then you have a picnic and then you have that home base where you can like talk to everybody still. You can still have dinners with them. You can still do trainings. It's like... Very much a Fire Emblem game. It's very much what Three Houses was into this yep. Warriors style, which is why I have found myself playing it more. I think I've racked up 15 hours or so in it now. Mm. And it's just, it's really good. The story is still really there and there's still the same amount of playability as there was in Three Houses. So I, for anybody who loves Fire Emblem, I recommend it. And you liked Three Houses. I recommend it as a game. Love Three Houses. Yeah. It was, yeah, I I don't think I've been as addicted to a game for a whole week. I obviously played it for longer, but that first week I reckon I put in 25, 30 hours. Of Easily, just, yeah. Yeah, I just got back after work and I just that's all I wanted to do. I just, love sexy chess. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and I doubled a little bit beforehand, but that was the first proper one I finished and beat and, and, and loved it. So, um, yeah, cool that you get this alternative storyline. It fits with the three houses thing because there's three – three or four storylines now with the DLC and then this new yep. one with the Warriors game. It's like none of it's canon anyway because they're all part of it in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Schrodinger's Shro- 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 cat kind of thing. It, you know, is. it is. and isn't. I've always perceived the different storylines of Three Houses um, and the Ashen Wolves as um, the a butterfly flaps its wings yes. phenomenon, like yep. a butterfly can change your day sort of thing. Um, and I think the idea is that Byleth was always the prevailing changing factor. Yeah. And so wherever she went or he went, um, uh, that changed the storyline, that changed everybody's fate. And so mm. that's what I always liked about it because, yeah, you could choose whatever you wanted to be canon, but it was all down to what Byleth did, yep. basically. And so then this is another version of that where Byleth doesn't 
get to be with the three houses mm. at all. So yeah, it's a different again. So oh, it sounds like you're having a great time. I it's am. it's co-op as well. We found out. It so, is yes. Um, we might have some time later today. I might give that a go with you if you, if you're keen. Oh, obviously. Only if you yeah. Can. We've got a couple of levels that I need to get an S on, so yeah, it always help to have somebody else playing. Uh, well, that's right, and uh, you, you're the, you're the type of player where you can't, you cannot move on until no, you get I cannot. all your S's yep. in your level. So you, <laughs> it, it's it's this weird OCD. This, uh, this part of your brain is like, no, cannot function. I got a hundred percent it. You were talking about that game running, and you were saying you got a hundred percent a game. That would be me, but I would take like a hundred hours to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it still a speed run when it takes 100 hours? I don't know. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Let's talk to my Mario Odyssey file. <laughs> <laughs> Another great game that I got you into. Yes. So, yeah. I actually, I was pleasantly surprised by Mario Odyssey when yeah. you got me into it. It was yeah. um, really, really good. Great game. That'd be a game I would play easily play again. Yeah. 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 And that, that'd be a good one to speed run too. Would be. Yeah. I mean, there's like so many people doing Super Mario 64 still speed running. And that was really? one of the big first yeah. games that was a speed running game. So... Yeah, because it's just so fun to play and, and great platforming, and it's that's the one that came out on the Switch. Yes, yeah, no. with the yep. 3D All Stars. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, how fun. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, the uh, ASM 2022. That will be fun. Looking forward to that as well. We're just talking about all of it now, all in one. But um, anyway, where where are we up to? For for me, I haven't done a lot of gaming these last week. In no, particular. you haven't. We've been um, watching The Boys after dinner on Amazon Prime, so... Yes. I haven't had much of a chance to play, but the week before, I was playing a bit of uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 still. Yeah. Plugging away You've still at got to try and uh, finish that. I, I'm not going to. No. Because I, for- I forgot about Torna, which is like the DLC add-on. Oh. Like, oh, crap. I gotta- <laughs> so, I, I, I will not finish it before Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And so, you know, I've already pre-ordered the special edition for 3. Mm-hmm. So it will get posted to me. So I'm, it's going to come to my house, our house. And I will have a decision to make whether I just start that and abandon two or... Uh, I would say just abandon two. It's, that is the most likely yeah. option and scenario you gotta that, that we'll You've got to get that content out. You've got to get people... Uh, You've got to let people... The people know. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I hadn't thought of it from that angle. Of course, I'm going to play it then. So <laughs> um, I, I need to bunker down and then play it the next... Uh, is it three weeks? It is. Just under now. I'll believe you. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, if I'm playing my Switch, it will just be that. Maybe a bit of uh, Mario Strikers Battle League Football, but that will be mm. it. Or maybe Star Wars Racer as well. I was playing a bit of Star Wars Racer You were playing a well. lot of Star Wars Racer, enjoying, yeah. Enjoying Star Wars Racer. It's, I'm, I'm at to the hard bit now. I'm doing like 10-minute courses. Yeah. And like one little error, and then you're done. And you lose and, the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, that's been fun. It's getting very hard at the moment, though. So, uh, you know, when it gets a bit hard and you take a break and you forget to play it, that's when you kind of get off games. And, yes. Yeah. And not you lose to, the, the vibe. The momentum. Yeah. I see it. So, um, I will keep persevering. I will get through too, because I'm enjoying it more now. Enjoying it more now. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Um, news time. Oh. <gasps> I've got, I was trying to work out a sound effect. And you're That's gonna, right. You show me a sound I, effect. I'm, I'm going to press, press it segment. now. I don't know if this is going to work with the whole theme, but. Uh... 
But that I don't know if Perfect. that worked. Look, yeah. I'll I, believe you. you. You listened to the it the other night. The lines were blue. It was there. <laughs> that's that's done by Pendulum, which was uh, I remember listening to Pendulum growing up. But it's the uh, Four Corners remix of that. So I thought, do I get a news bulletin item to uh, introduce the news? I, I think don't it's know. Perfect. You got I'll, it. I'll, I'll work out yeah. something. Whether that's it, maybe I adjust it or something. But it's news time. <gasps> it's news time. It is. So the big thing. Do you want to start with the mini partner showcase? You don't mind? I don't mind at all. Um, all right, let's start with that first. It's, we published the last episode on a Monday and then the next night this came up. It's like they knew. And then they just know. And then, uh, so I'm very, <laughs> very, very behind on this, but that's all right. We'll uh, go over this uh, Nintendo Direct mini partner showcase. So it was all about the partners, nothing about Nintendo. Mm. They have not done an actual ETH, like, and they haven't done any presentations for June about their games. Yeah. And if there was normally an E3 on, they would have a direct and they'd show some of their stuff. And so because there was no E3, they've just decided not to have a little direct for Rude. their stuff. So I feel like this mini partner showcase was just going to be the normal direct and they've just literally taken out the Nintendo stuff. Yes, it's just all of the partners. Yeah, because I feel like there would have been, what, this was 26 minutes and there would have been like maybe 15 minutes of Nintendo stuff and it would have been a normal 40-minute presentation. Yeah. So it, it, it felt like, I think this is easily the best partner showcase they've done because they've done a few of these late in 2020. They did one a month after COVID and Nintendo wasn't really ready to show things. And so they, but their third party partners were. So um, yeah, lots of games in this. There were over 25, Mm -hmm. um, some really good stuff. It was- It looked good. Yeah. Like some really exciting things I'm keen to check out and play. Um, And yeah, I thought we can go over some of the highlights. We're not going to go over all of the games. Um, That Disney one's not going to get any time from us. The Disney one is going to get no time from us. I've never been more uninterested in a game. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I love you. Um, so the very first one was Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. And so this is DLC that's yep. coming very soon. Um, we're not Monster Hunter fans, we, you and I. We aren't. I've tried to be. I've yep. tried to play a Monster Hunter. But again, it was, I don't know whether I played the wrong Monster Hunter, but it was just very same, same. Yeah. You, I- you went out, you got a monster, you collected items. And then you just made more outfits and then you went out and you killed more monsters. Mm. That's the one I played. I don't know whether I played the wrong one. I reckon you, you probably described most of them there in that little summary. It's I, I know your brother's a big fans. Um, Alex will be playing that a lot and Chris will be uh, all over that. Props is somewhere shaking his head that we've just absolutely decimated <laughs> yeah. Monster Hunter on the podcast. We've botched it. <laughs> it looked pretty though. I, it does. It looks great. Um, I, I played the demo for Monster Hunter Rise mm. and I... I had a really bad experience with it. So I don't know if it quite gelled with me. Or oh, you just didn't like it? Or I don't think it was as handholdy for me to tell me the controls. It as doesn't my- tell you what to do. No, no, and I didn't like that. Yeah. And so I kind of tried to work things out for half an hour and I was like, wasn't getting where and I wanted to be. And it's a hard be. game to try yeah. and like figure out the controls because then a monster comes up to you and you experience a very visceral emotional reaction when it's just charging <laughs> at you. It charges at you and you're actually like genuinely scared for your life because you're like... <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I would like it if I really yeah. got to know it, but I just haven't. So, no. And I don't have time. And look, that's fine. Yeah. Sometimes just games aren't for us. I can't play them all. No. Uh, you don't, we just, you don't have time to even play Xenoblade and you want to play that. I know, I know. 
broken record, aren't I, with that? <laughs> so, uh, it looked pretty. It's coming out very soon, I believe. So, um, I'm sure there'll be a few Monster Hunter fans listening that uh, yeah. will play it. Um, Beerface will be one of them. So We'll have to hear it from them. Yeah, that's right. We'll get yeah. them to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, the next one was Near Automata. So this oh. is the end of Yorha edition. Yep. You've been told to play this game before, haven't you? Multiple times. Mm. I And it's so pretty and it's like such a beautiful story. I've just nothing but good things. It's also been cosplayed to death and I also want to cosplay it to death. Um, it's beautiful. The costumes are amazing and the story apparently is just um, beautiful. Like you have to play it about four different times to get all the different stories. Okay. Um, It's like three houses. A little bit like three houses, but they don't tell you to play it again. Apparently you have to find that out on your own to get the different storylines. Yep. Um, At least from from what I understand, I'm working off of what a friend has told me, um, but I have played maybe the first hour on the PS4. So I thought you bought the game on the PS4, didn't you? I do have the game. Um, and, it, and it's this exact version? It's this version. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then the problem with me is, and you've seen it, you see it in action. There's something about playing a game on the TV for me. <laughs> that means it's just an extra little bit of effort for some reason yeah. for me. I love playing handheld. Yes. Handheld for me is like, so if a game comes out on handheld, it comes out on the Switch, I am more likely to play it than a game that is on the PS4, PS5. Yeah. Yeah. For some bizarre reason. I cannot tell you. Like, scientists will study it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you. I love playing on the TV, but I hate being, like, I hate, hate how that's the only option if yes. I have to play a game. So, yeah. that's why I love the Switch. Like, if I'm playing, you know, if you're on your handheld and you don't mind what's on TV, I can play on the TV. And, yeah. You know, like, we're only- Like, we're, I like that because then yeah. I also just- I need to have about 50 different medias happening to me at one time. You Otherwise, do. I will have a thought and it's just not – yeah. I'm not allowed to experience a single thought at any given time. No, I, I don't understand that because I'm like – I need to like – I'm playing a game. We're going to listen to the game. Yes. And watch the game. But like I'll listen to the game and I'll know what's going on in the game. But every now and then I need something on at the same time on the TV for some reason. No, I don't get it. But Like, like if I'm playing Stardew Valley, I will have something playing. Yeah, I suppose when it's mind-numbing and you're a bit repetitive and you're grinding, How maybe. dare you say that about Study Valley? <laughs> How dare you? You take that back. <laughs> what is it then if it's not? It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get what you mean. And um, obviously some games are more suited to it than others. Yes. And so, yeah. Um, so if this is now on the Switch, are you going to get the Switch version? I might. That's the thing. Yeah. I've got the full. I've got the entire game, the exactly the same edition. I got it for fifteen bucks, mm. secondhand from EB Games. From EB Games, I remember. Yep. And, but am I about to shell out probably the sixty bucks that Nintendo is about to charge me? Very likely. <laughs> sixty bucks, you reckon? Eh? Yeah, probably. Wait, wait, more, wait till to we get honest. to Persona Five Royal, and I tell you what it costs on the PlayStation Store. But that's all right. Um, oh, we'll find out. Be ready to fork oh. out some cash. That's, uh, that's, oh, all, no. that's all I'm saying. Okay. But, uh, that's all right. So I'm, I'm excited for you to play this on the Switch. It'd be cool to see this one because it, it did look intriguing. It they does. They go to the moon, you know? Yeah. Well, oh. they, it's really cool because in the first hour that I played, you like, I don't think it's a spoiler. I'm so sorry. Um, you actually die. Like, I don't know. You die. If it's a spoiler, maybe. Yeah. I don't think it is because your character, like, you're an android. And so you have to be sent back to the moon and you get repaired. And that's in the first, like, less than the first 20 minutes oh, of the game. Oh, you're fine then. That's fine. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the less, like, last, like, 
first 20 minutes and yeah. that's how you realize you're an android like yeah. you're not a human um and you get like fixed up or something like that i could be misremembering this but something happens to you and i remember it happening and i was like ah! and then all of a sudden the game's just like no you're fine oh. we're good here got you <laughs> yeah the twist um, okay yeah and so it's like it starts off like that and i've just heard it gets more and more like bizarro and like you're trying to unravel why you're an android and you yeah okay but i'm the one thing that i'm worried about is that again it's this case of a ps like a playstation game with playstation graphics is getting compressed onto the switch oh yeah it won't look um, the same it won't look the same and i'll be deeply upset if it's really really bad because we experienced that spyro disaster with me <laughs> oh that's right you were so disappointed i was like, so you disappointed you wanted this game for so long i couldn't spyro. play it on the tv yeah, that's, yeah, which is your issue. But yeah. then you wanted to play it on the Switch and it looked... It looked better on the Switch, but it still had a lot of lag. It looked crappy. Yeah. You know, it, it got to you. I, I it remember it you really, like... It, it upset it just, me a little it, because yeah. it was no longer really, really pretty. That was the thing. Spyro was such a beautiful game yep. on the PlayStation. Yep. It was stunning. And like the like the graphics were on point. There was no lagging. and yep. like. But then you put it on the Switch and you put it on your TV and there was just something like something happened. Hazy just, frame yeah. drops. It was really bad. The frame really drops. Bad. Frame drops. That's the yep. technical term. Um, yeah, which is unfortunate because I think I think you need a Steam Deck. That's what I'm hearing. Which is a like a it's like a Switch, but a it, Steam Deck. Yeah, it, it looks like a Switch in terms of like a handheld. But yeah. you can play like PC games on it. Oh, don't and emulation that. and it, it's they're, they're not you can't get them in Australia and oh, they're very expensive. Rude. So I, I can tell you tell you, but you. We can't get them, so damn. Very unfortunate, but um, we just need a, a Switch Pro or a, or a Switch Two, you know, at this stage, no. something a bit more powerful. No, but yes, I am. Um, hopefully, the graphics will keep up. Hopefully, it will still be a little bit pretty. Hopefully, um, that's that. When stuff like that happens, it's my only concern when it comes over to the Switch. Yes, yeah. it's it comes at a cost, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you really want to play it, and this we might have be the way it to on do the it. PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, we, I, we have that PS5 over there that doesn't get used as much as it should, really. It really should get used more, given the fact that there are so little in Australia as well. Oh, you know, it's, yeah, they're so hard to get for a while and probably still are. And, uh, I don't know, just haven't been really taken away by anything exclusive. Well, yeah, the games the are, have been a bit... They haven't had, like, one game that I'm like, that has to be played. Mm. Or they've always been sequels and I haven't played the first game Yeah, because of Horizon for you. There's um, Horizon and then there's the... And you got me the PS5 Miles Morales and I, I haven't did. finished Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we got a bit of work, don't we? We do. Uh, the new Hogwarts Legacy. I'm what? excited for it. Yeah. I've, I've mentioned before how conflicted to buy... I'm not going to buy it new. I'm going to buy it pre-owned. Hmm, Okay. And so that's how I don't give her money to her, but still get the game. All right. Okay. Yep. So All that's right. what I want to do. Because hmm. it looks amazing. Look, yes. Yeah. I just hate her. I know. TM. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trademark uh, everything her. That's, uh, yes, she's spoken about. Terrible, terrible person. Yes. So. And but and very rich. And has created a wonderful thing in Harry Potter. But uh, it's, it's the most unfortunate thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's... It's, uh, yeah, it's like meeting, like, you know, when they say don't meet your heroes kind of thing. Oh, yeah. She should have she just, just uh, out. kept her head down and uh, not spoken. I Who gave know. her Twitter? I swear yeah, to God. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, anyway, that might get me into the PlayStation again. But, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, next on the Nintendo Direct Mini Punch Showcase was Super Bomberman R2. Oh. You're a big Bomberman fan. <laughs> You are. 
the idea here is is that he just said a bunch of words to me and my eyes just went, what? You had to go along with it, Mickey. So uh, the first game was a Switch yeah. launch title. Um, I played a bit of Bomberman on the 64, but really haven't since. It's a Konami-made game. Making a sequel, it got 20 seconds of runtime. It's a puzzle game, I'm sure. I would like it. Um, the first game is always on sale, so I should get that first. But uh, mm-hmm. um, cool that they're making that. If Konami's making more of these, they need to make more Castlevanias. That's all I have to say. <gasps> Drama. Drama. Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. So this is like a whole bunch of like 10 Mega Man Battle Network games. So these were originally on the Game Boy Advance. So they're now coming to the Switch. Uh, so they're kind of like these grid battle combat um games so a little bit different to the normal Mega Man games um the boast in the collection's got like a whole bunch of illustrations and songs across the series weirdly enough this so it's like a collection of old games they've announced it now in late June of 2022 but it's not coming out till next year oh and so it's weird you know like yeah. it's it's games that are already out in some other way but you know, it's at least going to be a six-month wait before it comes out. Which I found weird, you know. That is Why announce quite. it now? No. So. And it'd be one of those, you know, either, either Shadow Drop that or it's a couple of months away kind of thing. But yeah, I would have thought that they the turnaround time would be smaller on that than... Yeah, so a bit, bit baffled by it, but that's fine. Yeah. It looks intriguing. Mega Man's one of those series I haven't really gone into, but I'd be interested in. And yep. I know this is a little bit of a different take on the series, but it looks interesting to me. Reminds me a bit of... Advanced Wars, Fire Emblem with the Grid, and yep. um, Mario RPG, uh, Mario and Luigi series. So, okay. I'll give it a go when it does eventually come out. Uh, this next one we are really weirded out by. This is Pac-Man World Repack. <laughs> so, what did you say when we, we watched the Direct Mini before we recorded this because we wanted to reacquaint ourselves with what the game's being announced? Am and, I allowed to say it on the yeah, show? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Because the start, the opening sequence is Pac-Man's family has been kidnapped. And I yeah. turned immediately to JT and I said, you know what that means? Pac-Man had sex. <laughs> it's ruined Pac-Man for me. You're welcome. Guzzling that cum. You know. oh. Oh, yep, yep. Your so show. <laughs> you said it. Uh, I went there. I went there. So, um, yeah, this is, looks, it's a weird looking game. Um, it's, it's like a 3D platformer yeah. kind of thing. I don't know why they've made Pac-Man Breath into the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what, what do I have here? Uh, Pac-Man's family's been kidnapped to rescue them. He sets off to Ghost Island, trounce enemies with Pac Dots, the Rev Roll, the Butt Bounce, and the giant Pac-Man. Yeah, I bet he butt bounced his wife. Mm, that's how. We, yep, that's how it happened. Yep. <laughs> From high speed chases to galactic escapades, you'll explore all sorts of zany levels. Save the Pac-Fam in Pac-Man World. Repack launching on Nintendo Switch on the 26th of August. Right. Thank you, Nintendo, for those notes. <laughs> Probably won't be getting that one. No, I think that no. one's a leave for me. Mm. I, you um, like Pac-Man, though. I like Pac-Man as it's like little, um, as what it is, the arcade mm. game. The arcade one. I don't think there needs to be any more to Pac-Man. Yeah, because you got the free like Pac-Man 99. With I did. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was actually surprisingly good at it. Mm. I think I've made it top 10 a couple of times. Yeah, you did pretty well. Pac-Man's not my thing. There's just something about it I don't like. Yeah. But then I've, I've told people on the show before, like Tetris, like I was never a fan of Tetris until it came onto the Switch as and now Tetris, you're a 99. Tetris 99. I love Pro. Tetris. I, I haven't won still. You still haven't won. I've come second like a handful of times yeah. and I've never been able to win. 
So, but I love Tetris. And then I think you laughed the one time you asked me why I like, and I just said, it just fits. It, it just works. fits. And Things if you've ever met together. JT in real life, that's uh, that's a description just saying for saying something, isn't it? So, um, love that game. We'll talk about uh, Pokemon Puzzle League later, which is a similar thing. Oh, okay. Um, that I'm excited for. The uh, next announcement on the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase was Blonk. Blonk. So this was um, looked really cool. So this is like the black and white kind of uh, game. It's a co-op about a fawn and a wolf club, it says here, who've got to work together to find a way t- to get home um, across the snowy wilderness um, in this handcrafted world they've made. Uh, an emotional adventure. These unlikely friends must coordinate and use their individual strengths to overcome environmental obstacles and navigate through the frigid wilds. Yeah. Blanc is a blank or blanc is a completely text-free story with local and online co-op play. So that's cool. Yeah. So if you're a loner, don't have anyone to play it with, you can buy. You can and, like still use online play yeah. to play with somebody else. Yeah, that's which cool. I really like because mm. if you're going to make a two-player like a strictly two-player game. Like, how do you expect other people to play when they don't have somebody else to sort of thing? Yeah, so like, it's a great option to, to have, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I always I find the concept strange because sometimes, like, when we play the two-player games, we're, we're yelling at each other. <laughs> like, when we play Uncooked, we're always just like, you go to the back, you make the meat, you make the – I'll make the yeah. uh, buns and you do this. And, you're so you're I don't telling know how me what to do. Just, and yeah. It's overcooked, isn't it? Overcooked. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm just – yeah, I'm like, just tell me the two things I need to do and rotate. And then you're the one, and like, I'm you're the, the chef of the kitchen, just like doing all the hard stuff. And I'm like, I can't process it. <laughs> um, but so I like that because you wouldn't be able to play that with somebody else across the internet. It'd be harder. It'd be hard. So I don't know how you would really play because the Switch doesn't mm. have microphone capabilities either. Oh, but Nintendo's got this voice chat app that you download and you oh can do the God. voice chat separately. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's not good. I, I I, don't, I still don't know how you would really play it. No, but no you're right. You, the, you, you I like that someone, the opportunity is there. If somebody really wanted to play it, yeah. and maybe if they had a friend across the world, they can go on Discord and talk over Discord whilst playing it or something. Yeah, 100%. Um, but I think it looks really nice. I think it's really pretty. It looks beautiful, this game. Um, it's a console exclusive, comes out yeah. Feb next year. Yeah. We might get this one. Yeah, I think that'll be like- rates well. Yeah, one for us to play together. That'd mm. be really good. We played um, It Takes Two. Yes, we have. We need to get onto that because we had a really good time. Yeah, and we were playing that. smashing through it for a little bit we there were. and then um, stopped. Just stopped for some reason. It, again, it was on the PlayStation. Yeah. So uh, it, it was, this was a few months ago now. I the extra it was. effort of it being on the PlayStation. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, another good one to get into. We don't mind the little co-op games every no. now and then. Uh, the next one was Return to Monkey Island, which I don't know if you know the Monkey Island series. I don't. I think I feel all. like I've heard about it before, yeah. but no idea. Yeah. So the reason I've got it here is like it, it came out, it's a point and click adventure game. And so this is like a new game in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, bit contentious because a lot of people don't like the artwork that they've done for this game. And uh, there was a bit of hate online. Uh, one of the uh, lead. Is it different from past games? It looks a bit different. Right. Yeah. So they've done a bit more of an arty, stylized kind of look to it. Okay. And I think one of the head developers or someone involved in making the game just stopped tweeting and stopped being on social media for a while because they're receiving a lot of hate. And wow. Yeah. That's just rude. Sort of, so, yeah. Not, not great, is it? I wouldn't have said that the artwork was bad. I don't know anything about Monkey Island. So I just yeah. thought it looked, oh, I actually it's- thought it looked nice. It's stylized, but it's nice. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, like when uh, Legend of Zelda, the Wind Waker got announced mm-hmm. because they originally for the GameCube 
did this promo of like a really like realistic looking link and like a trailer of um, him fighting Ganon. Yeah. And then a couple of years later, they announced Wind Waker and it's like this childlike cell shaded yeah. graphics and that receives a lot of hate. And now it's beloved. But now people love it because yeah. it, it looks timeless. It's th- eternal. The the art style. So I don't know if this is a similar thing going on here. Maybe it's because it's not quite what they wanted, but it's a different sort of route. But hey. Oh, I don't know. Comes out later. People are, people are rude and mean They can be. No people are, reason. you know. Yeah. yeah. No, give a game a chance first. Come on. That's right. We say about Monster Hunter earlier. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I don't think we'll be playing this one either, but no. uh, Devolver Digital is making this one where the original was LucasArts and uh, Tell Tale Games. So oh. keep an eye out for that. Uh, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. So this was, I suppose, the biggish one, maybe the second big one from this mm. announcement. Um, the first one... Uh, was on the, the Switch released five years ago. Yeah. Um, it sounded fairly well, I believe. Enough of them anyway to warrant making warrant the sequel. One. So they just did a bit of a sort of a gameplay showcase, um, sort of talked about uh, how um, they got another adventure in this game where the galaxy is in a universe of trouble when a dark entity called Cursor wants to absorb all its energy. And so in doing so, it will try to capture the sparks, which are these little creatures from the merging of Loomers and Rabbids. Hmm. So the Loomers, you know, Rosalina from yes, Mario Galaxy. that's what I thought the, they looked like when yeah. I saw the trailer. Yep. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't understand a lot about the Rabbids. Rabbits or Rabbids? Rabbids. Yeah. Um, I don't want to know. They remind me of Minions in terms of... Uh, <laughs> like they're annoying. I don't know. <laughs> the... Like, I don't know why one's dressed up as Peach, but Peach is still there. I don't, don't know. I don't know how it's a thing, but yep. Beardface Props knows all about them. Yeah, he keeps yep. telling me to play it. I, uh, it, it looks all right. Yeah. But I, I don't, it's not for me. I don't think I'll end up playing it. He um, said it's really good. But I, apparently people who've played it said that it's good, yeah. which is like, you know, a good sign. But it's <laughs> No, I, I watched this trailer in the, Actual direct, and I thought it looked boring, so I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's because then they were talking. They focused a lot on the battle play. They really wanted to they, explain how it yeah, because they did this whole like battle play scene, but they didn't really talk about what the game, what you do outside of a battle or anything. Not really. Because they were like, oh, you walk along, and then when you initiate a battle with like this bomb bomb thing, it it explodes into a bigger battle. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they just sort of explain that for about like the next two minutes, which is yep. all they had. And I yeah. was just like, uh, what happens to the rest of the game? <laughs> yeah. So there might be more. I mean, it comes out on the 20th October. Uh, this was one of the games that got leaked just before the announcement. Um, so people knew this one was drama. in the uh, actual direct. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, it looks more of the same. So must people... Playing the first one and loving that would probably be very excited for the next for this yeah, one coming up. So. I'm happy for them. Yeah, that's it. Um, I know that the first game's currently got a free trial, um, unless it's just, just stopped. But uh, you can play the first one for free currently. So um, I really have no excuse except to delete some memory in my Switch so I can. You just need new like <sighs> memory holder for your Switch. Really, and I need. Yep, I need to get a micro SD. Getting card as bad as like a. Um, GameCube. You need to get a new card. I did. Yeah, I see, see I mine. Know. I got the two two in there. Yeah. Remember when blocks were a thing for yeah. memory? I, I miss blocks. Blocks is memory. It was easy. It was. You need you, the, this game uses up four blocks, and then you're like, oh no, I only have two blocks. Damn. Let me go get another card. 
or let me move this other game around. But it was easy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, No megabytes, gigabytes, bits, nothing like that. Yeah. No, no more. I just can't believe you used up your Nintendo Switch memory. Oh, I mean, I've, you know, you know my library, you know, all the games and everything else. So uh, it adds up, doesn't it? But I need a, I need a big, like, half a terabyte of memory. Oh, yeah. just to, I tried to do it once and I, I stuffed it up. So I need to try again. Mm. I can't find the micro SD card I use, though. So oh. mm, I'll mm. work it out. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. So this is Breath of the Wild, but with Sonic. It's <laughs> uh, Spin Dash into the new zone. Uh, Sonic's latest adventure experience kicks off on the vibrant Starfall Islands. Home to a mysterious and ancient civilization. Make way across steep hills, use the surroundings to your advantage, and freely dash through a vast open zone, taking full advantage of Sonic's speedy skills. What awakes Sonic on these strange islands? Yeah. Don't know. I see the funny thing about Sonic is is I've always been intrigued to play another Sonic. Because when I was younger, back when you were able to rent games from mm. a blockbuster. I remember that. Yeah. I I remember one time I rented a Sonic game for a while there. And Which I, one? I don't remember. It had Shadow in it. Um, but Shadow is, that's obviously no indicator. But it was on the GameCube. Sonic Heroes? No, no idea. You could you could list every single one and I won't know which okay. one it was. Yeah. Um, but I played it. I just played it constantly. And I kept on re-renting it for some reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, and you probably should have just bought the game. I probably point. should have just bought yeah. the game at that point. And yeah. it was a lot of fun. But then mm. I never touched the Sonic game after that. Yeah. And I've always been intrigued by another one because it's like, it's sort of a bit of a collectathon. Like you get all the rings and like you're running around. Yeah. I don't know whether I'll play this one, but I'm intrigued enough to, if there was like a free trial or something, I'll check it out. But I don't know if I'll shell out the 70 bucks that they'll yeah. get us to pay for it. Um, fair. And it'd be one of those, you know, Sega always uh, discount their games over time. So it'd be, yeah. it'd be cheap eventually. And I think the... Yeah, the open world intrigues me, but I think it's going to be more of a like an open world as you move between going into other worlds and then yeah. doing like a level and then you unlock another level later on with these keys that they're talking about. So I think mm. it's going to be less because it looks a lot like Breath of the Wild, but I think it's going to be less that and more like you use this open area as like a few battle zones, a few other things, but you sort of drop into other areas and do levels, I reckon. Maybe. Yeah, not sure. Mm. So. Um, yeah, look, looks open enough. Not sure how open it is, but yeah. Um, yeah, I've never been a massive Sonic fan. I remember playing Sonic Heroes back in the day, so yeah. that might have been the same game. Um, that was on the GameCube and Xbox and PlayStation, so that was mm. that was a bit of fun back in the day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, beyond that, not yeah. really. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've had access to the original Sonic through Virtual Console and other sort of uh, Mega Drive yeah. access. Um emulation things like that but that's about it so mm. yeah hopefully sonic fans are excited for this um heard a bit of mixed things for it so, yeah so far yeah 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 i do hear live alive this is out very soon so this is a hd 2d remaster of the original game which was japan exclusive yep. for years now it's uh, coming to the west i know alex is excited for this so it's like a it's an rpg um it comes out on the 22nd of July, but there's a demo out now um, where you can play the first th- three chapters mm. and the save demo, save data from the demo comes over to the, the real game if you we do get that. it. Yeah. So, um, so this one's a bit different because it's got multiple chapters and each chapter is like 
got a different setting and different yeah. characters and worlds and things like that. But I think there's an overarching thing to it. So, hmm. like, there's a Wild West chapter. There's uh, a Japan from, like, historic times, things yeah. like that. So, they're doing in different areas throughout the story. Okay. Looks beautiful. So, it's yep. a bit like um Is it turn-based or is it, like, oh, like, triangle strategy? Yeah, it, it's like an Final RPG. Fantasy I tactics, believe it's a turn-based or? RPG. Like Final Fantasy Tactics? Not or? sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it looks very pretty. Again, I July, just block it out for me. I cannot get to this or anything like that. No. So, um, yeah, not long now. Minecraft Legends, that's another big announcement. So um, I, I want to like... I want to like Minecraft so bad. Mm. I want to understand what's going on in Minecraft. <laughs> I remember my younger brother, he got absolutely obsessed with Minecraft. This is about really? 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, I reckon he'd still be keen to play it to this day and mm. just, you know, the whole creative side to it. But, you know, you just, you just mine for things, get the different items. You can do different things with them. You can build things. You can farm things. Yeah. You can fight things. On paper, it sounds like such a game that I would play. Yeah. Which is like, mm. it's so intriguing because I still have not played it. And yep. everyone has said that I would like it. But all I know about Minecraft is from like memes and from like internet stories. <laughs> and block cheap. Yeah. My favorite um, like internet story, I think, has been the most recent one where it's like this exasperated dad has come onto Twitter and he's been like, my my youngest son just came up to me crying in full on tears, would not be able to console himself because my eldest son has just, he's just claimed that my eldest son has put way too many sheep in his <laughs> Minecraft house. And he's just like, I don't know how to parent this. Uh, how do I respond to <laughs> how this? How do I respond to this? And I was like, yep. That's Minecraft, I guess. Yeah, that must be it. The one thing that scares me about Minecraft is that, like, you can spend all this time creating something, creating this mini empire for yourself in this Minecraft world, and somebody can just come along and torture it if they wanted to. Yes. And it terrifies me. Mm. I couldn't imagine if somebody came and, like, torched my Stardew Valley farm or something. Yeah, because you can let people in. Yeah, Yeah. into, into your world, onto the server. And, yeah, they could wreck havoc if they wanted to. Yeah. I think there's settings where you can stop that, and then there's, like, a creator mode where you don't have to worry about, like, the zombies and the other creatures at night. Attacking okay, you. And right. so you literally can just have a setting where you just make stuff. Yeah. But but this is Legends. And so this is a story, yeah. I believe. Yeah, so this is a story now. Yeah. And so I don't know how much of Minecraft is story and how much is it, is this creating. So the original Minecraft doesn't really have a story. Yeah. So this Legends is this, it has a story kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Um, yeah, so I would probably recommend playing the first one. And then if you really liked it. Get legends. One day I will cave and I will buy yeah. a Minecraft. Yeah. And I'll have it's no idea what's going on. It's on the Switch. It's on the Switch. I almost caved and got it last year during yeah. our lockdown. Yeah, you, you were looking for a game to play and this is one of the suggestions for you. Yeah. So, mm. so right, you went back to Stardew anyway. That's I did. Good. I always go back to Stardew. That's right. <laughs> um, Portal Companion Collection. You're excited for this. Uh, I love Portal. Um, great great games they're mm. just really really critically acclaimed and um the, just the puzzle mechanics and, and the stuff that you do in it is is awesome so um i will get it eventually i i will on the switch be yeah. a fun one and i think it'd be cool having it playing it with you as well oh. solving things um yeah so this is made by valve uh would love from this i know they're making the steam deck so you could think of them as competitors to nintendo in a way 
But then they've but not really. put their game on Nintendo. Yeah, so, you know, they're not really. It's not like a Nintendo and Sega from the 90s kind yeah. of rivalry. But um, does this mean Half-Life? Will we get Half-Life and Half-Life 2 mm. on the Switch? Because that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, played Half-Life. Need to play the second. Um, would love to sort of replay them. So Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember Half-Life. Don't you? No. No, that's one of those. It sounds familiar. Yeah. And and Half-Life 3 is a meme. You know, people have for years been wanting that game. Oh. That's never come. Like Mother 3 kind of thing. That kind of vibe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Portal Companion Collection out now. That was shadow dropped pretty much. Um, And Portal 2's got local split screen as well. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we can play it. We could play yeah. it together. Yep. Uh, the next one, Harvestella. Oh I my think, gosh! I think you're excited for this. Where do you have? Where's the applause button? Where's the applause button on your thing? Oh, there is an applause button. Just keep, keep talking for a second. Okay, Harvestella. Oh, he has to go find it. So he'll count me in to say it again. Hopefully, I am so jazzed for this game. I know the button. I'm ready. You know the you button. Want, when do you want All to right. press it? When I say Harvestella, really? Okay. One, two, three. Harvestella. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Woohoo! Done. Yep. Okay. Done. <laughs> Worth um, every cent, this machine. <laughs> Worth it. Worth it right down to the last part. To the last drop. Um, I'm really, really excited for Harvestella. I, as we've said multiple times, even just in this episode, or if you went and watched, if you've been watching since the beginning, listening since the beginning, uh, everyone will know that I am a huge Stardew Valley fan. Um, especially concerned ape fan. I am waiting for Haunted Chocolatier. But Harvestella is the perfect mix of what, two of my favourite games by the looks of it, um, Final mm. Fantasy and uh, Stardew Valley, a little bit of a farming sim. Yeah, like an RPG farming sim. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it looks so cool. Mm. I am actually quite jazzed for it. And I am on TikTok because I'm with all the kids, she says, tucking her hair behind her ear. <laughs> Press the laughing button just then. <laughs> um, I am with. I am on a like cozy gamer TikTok, which is the yep. weird, like a weird, very specific side of TikTok to be on. But I follow very specific people who like. So we've got our cup of tea. We're in our pajamas with our slippers on. Let's play some games. And I'm like, I adore you. I adore <laughs> these creators. Um, and so everyone's really, really excited for Harvestella because it's sort of this. Um, Sort of a level up on your classic farming sim, and it's going to add a bit of uh, it's going to add more, more complexity to it, to it. Yeah. yeah, more depth. Because like a lot of farming sims, unfortunately, can be quite boring, can be quite bland. Um, and you're just saying what I said ten minutes ago, so I'm glad you're agreeing with me. <laughs> Thank you. Not Stardew Valley. Um, Stardew Valley is amazing. Um, so Harvestella looks like it's really bringing quite a lot to it. Um, mm. This. Because you've got the farming, you've got the making, you've got the building, but then you've got your, what looks to be your foraging and your mining is more like monster based and yep. more like out there. So I'm really excited to see where that goes. And that's not too far off either. That's in October. Fourth of November, it comes November. out. Um, yeah. So farm fight and forge friendships in a new fantasy world. Welcome to Leith. L-E-T-H-E, Leith, Leith, I don't know. A peaceful village where seasons brightly colour the environment. Your story begins here in the new life simulation RPG. Farm, craft items and collect materials as you go about your everyday life. Meeting townsfolk along the way. 
The seasons gently flow into spring, summer, autumn, and winter. However, they'll eventually give way to the season of death. Oh. Quietus. The fate of the village depends on you stopping the death season from wreaking havoc. Begin your new life in Harvestella, launching on Nintendo Switch on the 4th of November. Yeah. Made by Square Enix, so we know it's going to be quality. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw this and immediately thought, this is your game. It is. You're going to be all over. I'm so jazzed for it. Yeah. Um, it's actually, I'm hoping there'll be something for PAX. Um, yes. Because that's around PAX time, yes. which is really cool. Um, so there might be a demo you could play. There might play. be a demo at PAX, yeah, which would be, be really, cool. really cool. Mm. Um, for people who are maybe convention newbies, PAX is the Australian gaming um, convention. convention. Yeah. it's PAX is world known. So it's like uh, they have a lot of the same conventions around the world. But um, yeah, this one's in Melbourne. We get to experience a lot of indie games and a lot of the Nintendo stuff is stuff. Yeah, Nintendo will have well. a booth. I'll be yeah. very excited. I've never been before, but you have. I have. So I'm I enjoy very keen to go this year. Um, now that with the show and just, I've always, you know, been a fan of Nintendo. So yeah. And COVID's been a thing the last couple of years. So this Ew. is the first one since 2019, I think. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So PAX was cancelled a couple of times because yep. it is one of the biggest conventions that happens in Australia. Um you, gen- you genuinely sell out of tickets for yeah. the packs. You have to buy the tickets the day of um, that they come out. Otherwise, you won't get a weekend pass. Um, and the cosplay is huge. The gaming is huge. It's just incredible. A it's a great time. Yeah. And I would, if there's still tickets, I would recommend anybody who's interested in gaming and can get to Melbourne to go because yeah. you will... The, my favourite part about it, actually, we've gone into a pack sidestep. Um, my favourite part of packs actually... One year I went and there was an entire alley and it was all indie games. So creators and developers were there standing next to their yeah. own game and you got to play it. You got to play like the game just mm. as it was there. And then they'll tell True. you when it was coming out, yeah. what it was going to come out on. And it was great fun. I had a really good time because I, you spend like a full day because it's a three day event and you can spend a full day in the indie game section mm. because oh, you, you really just like move from one to the yeah. other. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, n- never been, but I, I can imagine there's a lot of st- stuff like that, a lot of stalls, a lot of panels from what I've seen before yes. in the past. And then cosplay is a massive You're going to have a great time. Well. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm really, really excited for it. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be there both all, all three days, aren't we? So, we are. Yeah, we're flying out Thursday night to make sure we get there for the Friday. So Yeah, and then uh, back Monday morning, I'm sure I uh, might have a few sore heads Sunday after Sunday night. I don't know what's oh, going to no. go with that. We're going to be The cosplayer well thing is sore feet. Sore feet. Yeah, well, that, that too. So, not very excited for it. Be good. Not, mm. not too long now. It's- uh, October. August, September, October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three months. Yeah. Wow. No, time is flying this year. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Get excited for that. All right. So, yes, I'm hoping there'll be a Harvest Stella demo. Yes. At PAX. We'll see something there. Um, and then- um, I would adore that. Yeah. Because- that wouldn't be far off when it will be released. Yeah, it'd be about a month. Yeah. So you'd like to think it'd be something. Yeah. We shall see. But uh, this last announcement um, is, is quite, quite funny because uh, before we watched the direct, I uh, had yes, a- Yes, what uh, did you do, JT? I, I was catching up with Drew from the House of Mario and we sort of talked over what we wanted to do with this monthly Patreon show that we have now created. Heaps good. Um <laughs> and to set the scene, I was sitting on the couch innocently waiting for JT and Drew to finish so I can watch the new direct. <laughs> we're going to watch it, Mickey and I, and we did. Um, I did was a little late, though. We were talking for a while, but um, I, I spoilt the uh, 
this announcement for both Drew and Mickey, and I'm, I'm a hypocrite. I, I will openly state that right now. Literally a second before. Uh, pretty, well, not, not, not quite a second before. Oh. Earlier on in the chat, Mickey would have overheard this. I was talking to Drew about how I got Metroid Dread ruined for me because I um, didn't watch the E3 Nintendo Direct Live. I went to, I, I woke up first thing in the morning to watch it on YouTube and before beginning the actual direct video, I got spoiled that Metro Dread was announced. And yeah. so it was like, it's cool. I wish I found out properly. Yes. And so um, I've just blurted out because uh, it's become time for this Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. It becomes available. I'm on the phone to, to Drew still. And I realize it's not a live stream. They've just uploaded a video. And so you can scroll through and check things that the yeah. Like check what's in. Yeah. You hover over the scroll and see, okay, that announcement. And then I went straight to the end because the best stuff's at the end always. And I just say, oh, Persona's been announced. And so I don't know if Drew is happy with me or not because I haven't actually apologized to him yet. <laughs> so I'm, I'm apologizing to you now, Drew. Open letter <laughs> apology. I've apologized to Mickey because yes. I did ruin it. Yeah. And then I, I, I admit that I, uh, you know, I talked about how much I hated it for Metro Dread and I, I just know. ruined it for Persona. I, I will say it's not quite the same. Not it's like not a quite new the game. same. But I, I would never would have done it for a normal direct. Yeah. But uh, I, I ruined the little surprise that Persona was coming to, to Switch, even though it was so heavily rumoured that it would be It was, there. it was, but still. Yes, yes, I won't do that again. No. I've, I've learnt my lesson. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know about Drew, I can't speak for him, but I wasn't angry. <laughs> I was just... Disappointed. Sad. Yeah. It, it was one of those things where it was like when you see... Like when you watch it, your reaction would have been like so much better than when yeah. you found out before. Like, cause yeah. when it would have started playing, I know I would have screamed and it would have been like a cool thing because like I've wanted Persona on the Switch for so for long. For so long. Yeah. That's it. So we're not just getting Persona 5 Royal, which has been like, like, uh, you know, we don't have to fill out any more surveys from Atlas. No. It's, it's the joke now. Atlas will send out a survey. Uh, would you like uh, Persona 5 on the Switch? <laughs> or what, would you, what sort of games would you like on the Switch? And I'm sure everyone who fills out one of those surveys would have said Persona 5. Persona 5. So we're finally getting that. We're getting the Royal Edition, which is with all the extra levels and DLC. But we're also getting Persona 4 Golden and then Persona 3 Portable. Yes. So three iconic Persona games are coming to the Nintendo Switch. Save others from distorted desires by donning the mask of a Phantom of a Phantom thief in the critically acclaimed genre-defining story of Persona 5 Royal with previously released downloadable content included plus there's an urban legend that your soulmate might appear if you stare into a Nintendo Switch console on a rainy night in Persona 4 Golden. Unfamiliar stillness swallows the city. People turn into eerie coffins and otherworldly monsters called shadows swarm in Persona 3 Portable which also features alternate protagonist routes. All three games offer English and Japanese voice acting, full HD graphics, and are sold separately. Persona 5 Royal launches on Nintendo Switch on the 21st of October. So not too far away. No. And then the others will be uh, later on. Yes. Sometime. Yeah. yeah. Although I've heard from friends who are very big Persona fans and they played them on the PS4 that Persona 5 is the one to play. It's like the best one. Yes. Persona 4, you could watch the anime. And you don't need to waste your time with the game. Whoa. Drama. Okay. And then Persona 3 is very good. Okay. I was thinking the other way, skipping 3 and playing 4. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look it up quickly, but um, that is what I have heard from big Persona fans. Um, uh, Yeah. Okay. Let's Um, see. Because 
I've bought Persona. We've both played like probably 15 hours of it, I reckon. I've played around about 20, 20, 25. Yep. So, you know, we're, we're a fair dent in, but it's a long game. And again, it's on the PlayStation. And, you know, I think because of the rumors for so long that it might come to the Switch, that might have maybe delayed us from getting the game, finishing yeah. the game, or not get finishing the game. Yeah. I think, again, it's the whole... I, you put in a lot of hours into Persona 5. Like my friend said that she would... Like Persona 5 was her big game. It was like 200 hours easily when yeah. she was younger. Yeah. Um, and so, like, again, it's the whole thing where I don't play a lot on the TV. And so sinking that time into just a TV is like a lot. So yeah. having it on the handheld is easier for me to... And I think because we both want to play it, I'd feel bad if I got too far on the TV. And because, you know, we live in a two-bedroom unit. I know, we can't know, really it'd be avoid hard to it. avoid it. So the Switch uh, might be the way to A little more secrecy. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's physical, not just digital. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, also, this is what I have in a I'm, – I'm reading a group chat right now. All right. Um, the anime and the game are virtually identical for Persona 4. Um, so you can watch the anime and you'll have exactly the same experience as the game, yep. so to speak. Um, <laughs> Persona fans, don't attack me, but this is somebody else. She says, Golden is a big hot bag of garbage and should be avoided at all costs. Blair? Blair? <laughs> I, didn't qu- I didn't say who it was. Well, I'm, I'm, I know who it is. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No. <laughs> Um, but she says, if Blair you watch says. the anime, the anime is good and it's nice, but um, maybe because the Persona games are so time heavy, yep. if you want to save time, watch the anime and play three and five. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 I think that is the general um That's not just her. Idea. That's the general consensus you feel or- uh, This is across two people now. This okay. is- I've got two people in the chat saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, yep. So maybe. Yeah. So it's- um, so I've got starting with five will make it hard to go back, especially to three. Yes. Um, they improve the gameplay so much in five, but the stories and the characters are still top tier in three. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And um, that's that's quoted from two people who have played the games, all three of them. Yes. So that's- I Have a lot of know-how and yeah. a bit of experience. So yeah, nice. Look, and um, if you want to play Golden, go play Golden. I'm not-, not no, no, that, no. That's I'm, gospel. That's um, just you're just gonna have to be prepared because Persona Five Royal is a hundred dollars on the PlayStation Store. Why so is it a hundred dollars? Didn't I? I swear, like got it secondhand for like fifteen bucks. I got it secondhand, but that was just Persona Five, not Persona Five Royal. Royal, right? And so that was like forty bucks, forty-five bucks. I reckon I got it for. That is. So I had that. We have dip. that. We can play that right now. Yeah. There is nothing stopping us from playing that, but it's not royal. Yeah. And so it's missing a few things. And like we've said throughout this whole episode, <laughs> we've, 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 we're uh, picky when it comes to how we, we play are. our games. So yeah. I think we want it with the portable aspect. I didn't realise it was such an issue. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it will be expensive. That's my only thing. Yeah. So if you really want it, maybe we get it physically and we split it and I'll let you play it first. <gasps> maybe. Oh. I don't know. We'll have to see how we go. Maybe. Yeah. Persona 5 has surprisingly been one of the games where I have picked up a few times again and played like a yep. couple more hours on yep. the PlayStation, but it just hasn't been one where I've just kept going. I just think stuck to it. Yep. I've defeated the second castle. Okay. Yeah. So yep. that was the artist. Yeah. So yeah. it made a bit of a dent, but still a long yeah. way to oh, go. 
official. ages to yeah, go. Yeah, that's right. I think there's still like five other characters I have to be introduced yeah. to. Um, but the story is so good. The it's music's incredible. great. I yeah. love, I love uh, Morgana. I just love like sort of slowly unwinding what's happening. So It's dramatic. These mm. kids are like going through some stuff. Shit. Like You know, yeah. The, the first storyline's like sexual assault. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff. So it's like, ugh. That damn teacher, you know. I know. Yeah. Creepy. But Bit creepy. I would always recommend it. It's such a mm. good game. Um, and it's stylized, but really pretty. Yeah. Um, it's got that little bit of a, like, you can still sort of romance people and you can still, like, go on dates with people or you can choose to study or you can choose to do all this other stuff whilst you've mm. still got the castle to try and defeat, which is what I sort of like. I like that you can go try and do these like everyday normal things. And they help, a bit. Yeah. yeah, they help you improve your skills and everything later mm. on as well, which is cool. So it's like if you study, it improves your knowledge. And so then you can do more things in a castle yeah. or uh, something else like increases your charisma. So then when you go on a date with somebody, you can like charm them more and like, mm. yeah. Uh, it's just fun. It's just good. Yeah. I, I've, I had a great time. Um, yeah. Sadly fell off of it. So got yeah. a, I think there was a time we were both wanting to play it as well. So a bit yeah. of a, yeah, trying to fight for it for in a, in a way. So yeah, hopefully physical and on switch we can get a decent price and be Go great to there. finally play it. Yeah. Kick it off, you know, very good. Alrighty. So I thought the direct mini partner showcase was uh, pretty good overall. I That's think it was good pretty stuff. good. Yeah. Yeah. Some really cool things to look out for. I think if you um if you do like the third party games, there's some good stuff to keep an eye on and wait for. I'm still waiting for that concerned April and chocolate yeah. one. Let's go. <laughs> you will explode the day that gets a release date. If you ruin that one on a direct, I won't. I, would I won't personally tackle you. you to the they ground. They need to do a live premiere. They don't need to upload a video where you can just scroll to the end. So <laughs> it was their fault and mine. Um, <laughs> Yep, so it was just missing Nintendo stuff. So, you know, I mean, they've got a few things coming out later this year. I still feel they need to do one or two announcements, a couple of gaps. Yeah. But uh, they're just deciding to maybe maybe September when they usually have another direct will yeah. be when they release, announce things for maybe mm. late in the year and even uh, early next year. Looking at you, Breath of the Wild 2. That's right. Yep, uh, quarter two next year. So mm. surely September, they'll that'll be the big one for that. Yeah. Metro Prime remaster is a big one as well, heavily rumoured. Um, and, yeah, I, I feel like there's another maybe smaller game that they've got up their sleeve somewhere later this year. Mm. So we'll see. Intriguing. But, but big year. They've got Xenoblade Chronicles 3, uh, Splatoon 3, which will be massive. Yes. Yep. Uh, I, 3 is apparently still coming this year. Don't oh. know when. Um, and then we've got, obviously, these third-party announcements, but then Pokemon. Scarlet and Violet, yes, as well. Yeah. So I forget that keep that's like I keep forgetting that's coming out. I don't yeah. know why, but I keep forgetting. Maybe it's just because we so recently had a new Pokemon game as well. Yeah, we'll have literally three games within twelve months. Yeah, effectively. that's crazy. Diamond Pearl, Arceus, and then Scarlet Violet. So yeah. it's and and then you know last year we had you know even a Pokemon new Pokemon Snap as well. So it's pretty crazy. We did, yes. All the Pokemon stuff going on. Mm. But uh, to other news items now, I suppose. Uh, how are we going for time? We're good. All right. Uh, I love this story. This is very... You're going to laugh at this. This is uh, yep. This is me energy. So, um, 
Nintendo is a publicly traded company. Yep. And so what that means is people can buy shares. Um, Nintendo's purpose is to make money and to give money back to their shareholders. To, yeah. To, to give them money. They get shared equity. You want the value of the company to increase. So your stock price increases and then your dividends and things like that you get as well. Wow. I'm so hot right now. Yeah. Yeah. You, you would be. <laughs> the reason your hands are not all over me right now. <laughs> get these microphones, these microphones out of the way. In the way. That's right. So one Nintendo fan is fed up that Nintendo has not made a sequel or a new game for F-Zero. And so what he did was he purchased, what, at least 100 shares of Nintendo. And if you do that, that enables you to attend their annual, I believe, um, uh, stock shareholders meeting, yep. AGM. Um, and you can ask questions. Yes. And so this person's gone to this annual general meeting has bought enough shares. Apparently, it would be around $40,000 of US. Per like, share or? In total. In total. Would, the, the person would have had to spend about $40,000 wow. US to buy those shares and yep. to attend the actual meeting. Yeah. And so, they've gone to this meeting um, and I quote, this is what the person said. I've been playing Nintendo games since I was a child. Um, among all, that sense of, of speed in F-Zero is the best. Um and so I just uh, really just asked for a new title. Yeah. So I, I love this. Just like, I'm like just going to buy audacity. shares just so I can tell them. <laughs> I'm going to tell them that they need to make a new yeah. game. <laughs> and Nintendo responded saying it is realistically difficult to develop new titles and remakes, including sequels for every Nintendo game that people request. But we are grateful and appreciate the expectations our fans have for our games. Yeah. Wow. $40,000 question. Yeah. Uh, they also added that we are always considering how to develop new titles and remakes that can be enjoyed by many players. Um, I believe they also mentioned how uh, they got asked a similar question a few years ago and gave a similar response. Then later on, they announced Link's Awakening, which was a remake of uh, the Game Boy game that yeah. came to the Switch. So they used that example saying, you know, we can't really announce things at this time, but, you know, here are examples of when we've done things and done remakes and things yeah. like that. So, um, good on them. I would love to do this if I had excess money. I know. It'd be, a bit oh, of a joke. It'd be nice to have money, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, a bit of money. Just a spare $40,000 US know, lying just around. Just a drop. Just yeah. demand them to yeah. make a sequel to something. F0. Good on him. God, he could have funded the I damn like thing himself. I would like to speak to this person because <laughs> I know I, apparently the article here um, mentions the Twitter user. The person who did it is called Momiji. Momiji? I don't know. M-O-M-I-J-I. So I need to maybe so I can get, drop a message. Get them find on the show. Going on. I'd love to. Yeah. I mean, they're going to probably only speak Japanese, so I don't know how to. Uh, oh. Get over that hurdle. No. If they speak English, though, then that's a whole new. That'd be an exclusive. I yeah, can get that, that would Nintendo be. Vania. If you can get him, if you can get him onto Nintendo, yep. can talk about the uh, ten for one share split they want to do. Um, everything that'll be great. Great finance focused, Nintendo focused yep. podcast episode. Games for Mega Drive. We've got more coming out in the June slash July updates. Um, four new games. Target Earth, Zero Wing, Mega Man, The Wily Wars, and Comics Zone. Oh. So these are games on the Mega Drive. One I interests don't... me in particular, outside of Mega Man, The Wily Wars, it's called Comic Zone. Mm. And so this looks like an actual like comic book that you play in. Yeah. And you go from panel to panel. Yeah. 
fighting the bad guy and, and it's like voice and you've got the bubbles that appear and you sort of fight as you go through. So the storytelling's done through a comic. Okay. So I thought it'd be fun. That's interesting. I wonder if Sean knows about this. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But he might find that interesting. So if I bring the switch over one time. He might find it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Don't know much about the others except Mega Man, the Wily Wars. That might be a cool one to check out. Uh, the other one, and then the other NSO announcement was Pokemon Puzzle League. So this is a new <gasps> Nintendo 64 game. Yeah. That comes out onto the service next Friday, the 15th. Yeah. So this is, uh, it's like Tetris, but it's like panel to pond style puzzle game like. I don't know if you know what that. Oh, yeah, you just said some words. Again, yep. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, so it's like, like it's kind of like Tetris. You've got to line blocks up, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. then you've got to match colors together so you can swap the colors, swap the blocks after they've landed as well. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, it looked like it's got like a, it's like a whole 3D cylinder. you got to rotate oh, around God. and make things. So it looks complex enough. It does. That but, looks uh, like up your alley. Yeah. I think uh, that'd be a fun one to play. So um, <laughs> it says here, get ready for a new kind of Pokemon battle where the power and speed of your brain are just as important as the strength of your Pokemon. <laughs> Join Ashbrock, Misty, and many more characters from the Pokemon animated series as they gather in Puzzle Village to compete for the title of Pokemon Puzzle wow. Master. Wow. Yep. That's intriguing. Yep. I think so, at least. So I, I will play this. I love puzzle games. Um, they've announced this new 64 game. This is the first one because when they first announced 64 game for the service, they like, here are a whole bunch of games coming to the service. Yeah. Last month, they announced the last game as part of that initial announcement. And yep. then we got to the stage now where we're like, we don't know what's coming next. Yeah. And they've just dropped this announcement. Okay. So people were thinking if there was a direct coming up, they might do another scissor reel of upcoming 64 titles, but they haven't. Where so, is my banjo toy? So we don't know. So I think month from month from now on, they're just going to announce a game. We have no idea what's coming next. Banjo toy. I want banjo toy. Right. <laughs> Surely that comes if the first one's coming has arrived, and the second one will. So many people got the Nintendo online just to play banjo kazooie. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people we knew. Banjo toy. Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> You need to help me finish the first one because I got stuck in that last You world. did. I loved, I loved the game, but I hate that world that I'm in right now. I love that world. <sighs> I love Click Clockwood. I don't. Um, <laughs> so I, I tried playing it last month as well again and like late at night hard. one time. And I just, yeah, you it, might need to help me just get through it because I want to finish, finish it. Yeah. Even though I've played 90% of the game yeah. now. So. I, for those of you who care, I 100%ed the game to the point that I even got the uh, special cutscene at the end where if you get every single jiggy in the game, they um, they give you a preview to uh, Banjo-Tooie. I've given you applause for that. Well done. Thank you. Thank Finish you very much. Thank 100%. you. I'm bowing. I'm bowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Click Clock Wood mm. for any Banjo-Kazooie some veterans will know this absolutely, but it is essentially a world where you have four other worlds inside of it, but it's all the same, but just different seasons. Mm. And you have to try and get all 10 jiggies across the seasons. And some you have to work at across all four of them to then get them, get the last jiggy in like summer. Um, or like you work at one across two different ones. And then, yeah, it's hard. It's a hard level if you don't know it already. And you didn't, I don't feel they explain it to a either. No, they don't explain that they all interact. You have to figure yeah. out that they all interact with yeah. each other. Um, and yeah, it's mm. again, it's that era of Nintendo 64 where they 
they didn't want to hold your hand a lot. They tell you how to use the controls and then they're like, you figure out these puzzles though. Like, Yeah, it was, um, what was I listening to? Drew um, from the House of Mario did a uh, game club for the original Kid Icarus. Yeah. And one of the discussion points was how there's no tutorial in it because yeah. you're meant to read the manual. Yes. And, and this was 64, so there would have been a manual. So there might have been an actual explanation in the manual. Maybe. In terms of, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't read the manual for, for this I don't game. know if there would have been for like a level. But Maybe not, but you don't know. No, you essentially. don't. No. So. Banjo-Kazooie, just so good. Yeah, oh, it's a great game. Yeah. And I loved everything about it. I've just gone to this last world and it's it just hard. hasn't, it, it just annoyed me enough to not play it. And oh, get yeah. Off it, so but and I had a wonderful time playing everything else and, and loved the whole 3D platform of it and, and and the the quirks of banjo kazooie is oh, are great. Yeah, the like the, all the puns and all of the yeah. and the noises. I love the noises. The noises. Yaha, yaha. And it's interesting because when you get to the final grunty battle, mm. um, I, the game has been out for how long? I don't know if it's a spoiler. Oh, but go ahead. You. If you get all like 98, you've got to get up to 98 out of 100 jiggies or something mm. um, to get like to open up a special door to get like something that I would say is absolutely crucial to fight her. And if you don't have it, then you're screwed. Yeah. Um, and so it's like if you miss more than two jiggies, then you can't get it. Um, and click lock wood is the hardest one. And so you have to do it through that. If you don't care about 100%ing every level before moving on, then it will be very hard to do. Because I, I have um, – my playthrough of Banjo-Kazooie was very convoluted because I was doing things in the wrong order. You did, like, level five before level four or something. Because I didn't have the fast shoes. And, like, I got to the stage where the fast shoes were showing, but they were transparent. Yes. And so I'm like, what's going on? And then you explained to me, okay, I have to leave this world and get go to the other world that I somehow skipped. Yeah, it's the one time where they ask you to move forward without getting all the jiggies. Yeah. And that – annoys my brain so yep. much it's and i know exactly which one you're talking about it's when you're in um the snow i forget the what the land is called yeah yeah the um, christmas one and then you're supposed to move on to um another level the, the level after that and you get the fast shoes and then you've got to go back and you've got to face the polar bear again and you've got to have the fast shoes yep um and that's the only way you can win Yep, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> Don't worry. You tried. I couldn't. I, I watched you do I, it. I, and then I, I definitely like, knew I couldn't. Well, I'm missing something here. It's like that scene in Frozen where it's like, I'm going to tell him. Don't tell him. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know Frozen. You don't I know to, Frozen. I watch watched watch the, the musical last night, you so did. I was reminded of that line. And so that was very enjoyable. Um, oh, just Banjo Kazooie is just such an endearing game. And yeah. it's just the puzzles are still hard like they re-released this game and i was worried that it was going to be too easy um but the puzzles were still hard the puzzles like a couple of times i will admit to it, i had to look up a puzzle yeah um yeah i came to you a couple of times to help and yes. where do i go for this and yeah and um quick play 15 hours yeah it's it's not a long game but it's like it's 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 a it doesn't have to be long no it doesn't it's, it's just i love the length of it i love uh, everything about it except for flick flop woods and uh, <laughs> um yeah, I'm just really pumped to play the second one because, yeah, uh, yeah never, never, never touched it. Banjo so. Tui. Banjo Tui. It will happen. It will just happen. a matter of time. Surely. Surely. I'll be upset if they didn't. But I've got Pokemon Puzzle League in the meantime to look you forward do. to. And yes. I will play this. I think I will have a good time. You can't have me on the show. I take you on tangents. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's been very good so far. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so the last bit of news, you uh, you saw me get excited for this. This is the uh, Splatoon 3 console they yes. announced. Yes. So this is an OLED version. 
uh, which looks very cool. Mm-hmm. It's very pretty. Very pretty. Um, I love Splatoon and their aesthetic. Um, they've gone all out, I feel, on this special edition OLED model. Yeah. Uh, so outside of the the white kickstand that normally – or the dock that normally, sorry, um, you get, it's got beautiful sort of uh, tentacle Splatoon uh, – I don't know what's the way to describe it. You got it's not it's like lightly shaded. You can see the characters. On oh, the, a little on bit the, of like um, embossing, sort of maybe. Um, and then like it's got one big yellow splatter on it. Ah, and then um, the best bit I feel are the Joy Cons, which are this kind of like two toned, multicolored kind of. They're very pretty things. Um, one of them's uh, blue yellowish and the others uh, sorry green yellowish and the other one's blue purpley i believe mm. um they look gorgeous uh the back of them's white and it's got that, like yeah. tentacle kind of patterns on the back oh. of it and then um so that's the oled model mm-hmm. they've also got a carry case which is sold separately mm-hmm. um similar sort of styling and then they've got a new pro controller which is like the one i've got i've got the splatoon yes, 2 one you do which is black in the middle with the green and pink colored on the sides this one's uh it's got all the patterns on it yeah so yeah. this one will have the patterns as well but there'll be different patterns in the middle still black but then the uh hand grip bits on the side are blue and yellow mm. so looks very cool um i can't justify getting an oled though no no so it's, uh, I want the Joy-Con, so I don't think they're sold separately, sadly. So I know. We've got such a beautiful Joy-Con collection, we but we've Joy-Con missed out collection. on like some really good ones. We missed out on the Animal Crossing ones because you have to buy a whole Switch for that. And then Eevee. Let's go Eevee. Let's yeah, go Pikachu. Disappointed I didn't have the Eevee there, ones. There's some cool ones to have yeah. missed. Um, we don't have any – we don't have the dark blue one that your brother Alex has. Yes. Yeah. And because we've got two yellow ones because I got them early on. Yeah. Uh, we don't have the Mario red ones, yep. but they're a bit different. We've got a red Joy-Con anyway, we but do. it's a uh, different color slightly. Um, and then there's other ones like uh, Monster Hunter themed ones, I think, yeah. and yeah. other things. But we've got most of them. We've got, like, we've got a very we've good got collection. We've got Zelda ones. Yeah, and, we do. Yeah, got a little pegboard where they're all hung up. And, yeah. Yeah, a bit hard to see sometimes because it's hidden. But Sad that, like, the I understand why they're exclusive to actually buying a whole Switch. But yeah. still, I feel like you should be able to buy them separately. Well, if they were lame. separate, I'd be all over it. Oh, you would be. Um, I'm in an R and whether I'd get the Pro Controller. Um, not sure yet. Mm. See how we go. But it looks beautiful. I know um, I listened to another podcast called Nintendo Shack, and one of the hosts has somehow worked out a three-way deal where they're going to three – like three of them are going to buy this Splatoon 3 OLED model. Yeah. And then one of them is going to get the dock. Yeah. Because they just wanted the dock. Yeah. Another one is just going to get the uh, Joy-Cons. Okay. And then um, what else comes with the Switch? The actual Switch itself. The actual Switch, that's right. Yeah. And so someone's just going to get the actual Switch tablet. Oh. Yeah. Well, whoever's getting the Switch is getting the better end of the deal. Well, I think they? they're going to pay proportionally to it. <laughs> okay, well, then that's fair. And so one yeah. of them's going to pay like 100 bucks to the Joy-Cons. Another yeah. one's going to pay, I think, 120 or something. I'm just thinking of Australian prices for these separately. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the other person just wants the OLED tablet, which makes sense because oh, you that- can dock it in a normal dock yeah. and you can add normal Joy-Cons And you can probably just get separate Joy-Cons. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I mean... 
if they're all happy on it, then they're all happy That's on right. it. But so, that is a very strange deal. So I'm doing a call out to anyone. <laughs> if if uh, you would like to do a three way split of a uh, Nintendo, or even a two way proportional Splatoon. split, two way even, um, hit me up because I, I just really want the Joy Cons. I, I can't justify getting the OLED. I just, no. it's it's not a pro model. It's not a revision of a big upgrade graphically for me. That I as as cool as the OLED screen does look. My brother Nick has the yes, OLED. Yes, he and does. Looks, looks amazing. I don't have white Joy Cons. You don't. No. You don't have white ones because of the OLED. The white are pretty. The white are pretty. So yeah, that comes out on the twenty eighth of August. So about mm. a couple of weeks before um, Splatoon three on 9th of September. I thought they would have released it with it. Yeah, a bit weird like how the it's game, the same like the game day, comes but with it. I think they were keen for it to be before, for sure. Yeah. So it would have made more sense um, if like the game mm, came with the Splatoon yeah. Nintendo. I can't remember the Animal Crossing bundle because like, the game wasn't included with that. So I don't know if that was if that came sure. before or after. I'm pretty sure. I think it came out at the same time. I can't remember now, but yeah, you can look it I'm up. I'm the producer you of this the- show. Thank you, thank you. Glad I didn't have to ask. Jeez, it's like getting yeah. <laughs> It's getting blood out of a stone with you, Mickey. <laughs> God damn. When was Animal Crossing Switch? Actually, I'm just going to get the game for that, aren't I? Um, 20th of March was when the uh, game released. Console. What what a well-timed release that was. They really... the world. They wouldn't have anticipated the pandemic, but somehow they did. No, yeah, that's right. They don't anticipate a lot of things. Uh, Advance Wars and that release for one, but uh, Animal Crossing then got it right with that delay. Um, looking up, looking up. I know. I don't have any uh, elevator kind of waiting music. You don't. Dun, 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 so, dun, new dun, console release dun, date prices. Dun, dun, the new console dun. will be, be released on March 13th, 2020, a week before March That's 20. Right. There you go. Just before. Just so, similar thing here. Yeah. Um, and no, it didn't come with the game. Yeah. So, the, there we are. Josh, Michaela eats her sock. Josh was correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I got my own came, podcast, baby. <laughs> it came with a carry case. It came with a dock, and it came with the most oh, gorgeous. That's right. To me, the most gorgeous Joy Cons that They're have beautiful. ever existed. That, that pastel kind of the pastel tone. green and blue. Yeah. If anyone, here's my caller. If anybody is selling <laughs> their Animal Crossing Joy Cons, they don't want them anymore. <laughs> I will pay for them because I will kill for them. They're yep. stunning. They're great. I, I've seen this Animal Crossing console get restocked every now and then mm. yeah it's beautiful isn't it it's just uh just are the, they pa- the patterns they're not patterned are they um, they've got no it's just so the pastel the it's just the pastels but i think the actual switch on the back has the camp yes sort yep, of the um, kind of uh yes yeah, stencil kind of that like pattern on it they've got that shiny gloss yeah it's, on the matte black which is quite nice i think it's quite tasteful when they do stuff like that yeah they don't um, um it's not go all out horrifically in your face animal crossing if you're not playing animal crossing yeah anymore, you know what i mean a bit more tasteful maybe yeah the Don't know. and then the joy the um the dock was really cute as well just that little island with yeah. Timmy, tommy and nook on it and nook, so yeah like and that is still quite tasteful and pretty mm. Uh, post animal crossing era as well so yeah yeah not very cool so there you go if uh, anyone can help us out <laughs> let us know we, we'll, we'll get a deal sorted we'll get, we'll get something yeah. uh works through sounds good cool all righty that's all i had oh that's it that's that's the episode oh no thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me 
I mean, I yeah. live here. You live here. I had to. I forced <laughs> you to come on. Don't worry. He made me breakfast and he gave me a coffee. That's right. We had an Australiano. Yeah. My cafe coffee. My cafe Australiano. I love the wattle and the chai. This is not an advertisement. Well, sponsor us, McDonald's. <laughs> or, not that you need it, but um, <laughs> I'll, 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 uh, I'm going to have a lot of fun with this uh, roadcaster probe it's and beautiful. have a lot of sounds. Yeah. It's very pretty and colourful, isn't it? It is. It's actually quite like, I don't know anything about sound machines, sound boards, but- yeah. You know, all the colours and the lights are really pretty on it. Mm. I've worked out most things, but uh, getting you hearing the noises and the effects will be on my next yeah. list. I think it helps if I had working headphones. Yes, we'll, yeah. we'll sort that out. Um, and yeah, editing is just going to be a big breeze now. I uh, pumped out last night's episode really quick. So this I know. Will be the same. I, when you said that it's already out, I was like, yeah. whoa. Yep. So I, I, because this... The audio is looking really good right now. Be yeah. normalized. It's got this will come out very soon. Might even come out tonight if I can be bothered. <gasps> See how we go. Wow. But uh, Mickey, where can people find you? Well, they can find me on any of the social medias, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Oh, I'm going to promote your TikTok in the show notes. There you go. Let's do it. <laughs> um, my TikTok is not very TikTok-y. It's like every now and then I'll make one and then I'll disappear for 12 months. You need to teach um, me how to do it because I need to. I, I can watch TikToks, but trying to make one's a bit hard. They are a bit hard. Mm. I actually commend people who can like really yeah. pump one out. Mm. It's hard. Um, so, and I realized this at the latest Comic-Con, I have the worst at to try and tell people like people ask me for my at and I'll go, Oh, I'm at like, I'm at I'm Mickey Dyer. So it's uh, like the little at symbol. Yep. I am Mickey Dyer. Yep. But when I say it to people, I'll go, Oh, I'm at I'm Mickey Dyer. And they'll be like, Oh, so Mickey Dyer. And I'm like, no, uh, <laughs> I have made a mistake. <laughs> so you couldn't do Mickey Dyer by itself. Is I it? can, I think yep. um, I haven't actually printed up business cards or anything. So I could just subtly change that maybe, and ruin all of my it. friends. Yeah, I could ruin my a... friend's life because they've only just gotten used to me having that one as well. So nah, stuff them, change it. <laughs> uh, if it makes it easier and then, uh, just, just let me know what to put on the show notes. Oh, no. Yeah. I won't change it just yet. All right. All right. All good. So, yeah. And you're on Twitter, Instagram. That, that's the same for Twitter and Instagram. Yep. So, um, find me at any of them. Yep. It's Again, it's easier to search Mickey Dyer and just go from there. Just go from there. Yep. Yep. That's it. Awesome. Well, thank you again for thank coming on. Thank you for on. having me. Thanks, everyone listening. And uh, bye for now. You're pretty. Ah. Are you single? Not for long. <laughs>